What's up? What's up? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we on the right station? Hold up. I got it. I got it. I got it. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. There we go. There we go. Welcome to season two of the Barbie Way podcast with your girl and my girl, of course, Courtney V. Back again, back to back, made back, stack the M's. Told him I'm a slim shady, back to M. Once he go black, he'll be back again. Tell him hoes that it's crunch time abdomen. Yes, I caught Mad Chanel and Mad Javin. She did it again, imagine them. About to make these bum bitches mad again. Uh oh. Let's talk about it. How long should women be riding for? Five American minutes. Like, what? Tell me what the fuck to do, nigga. Like, yes. Don't I'm... ask me to flip positions. Just flip me. Um, Are you single? Girl, I'm here. And you know, I'm ready to get spicy. Are you sure? Always ready to get spicy. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to a brand new episode on the Barbie Way podcast. This week's episode, I got my girl here with me, Rosie. What's going on? I mean, y'all already know we go live every motherfucking Tuesday. It's a party, okay, along with Cherry Wine at Wine Time Podcast. Um, y'all already know Rosie be traveling. She's probably on her way out the door this weekend, deadass. Um, she's very real. She's spicy, just like me. So y'all need to give a warm welcome to Rosie. What's going on, Rosie? Hey, girl, make sure y'all give me my warm welcome. You okay, <laughs> the warm welcome. Yes, thank you for having me back on the Barbie Way podcast. I've been on before our travel episode was fire, so I'm glad to be back. Yes, yes, I'm glad you can make it because I know you're busy and you be doing a lot, so. Girl, I'm here and you know I'm ready to get spicy. Are you sure? Always ready to get spicy. <laughs> So listen, y'all, this week's episode, today's topic is about these insecure ass men. (laughs) (laughs) The males, not the men, but we also want to give them some advice too, from a woman's perspective. You know what I mean? Like we, we going to bash them a little maybe, but we also going to help you guys in the end. So y'all can understand like, well, they see us, you know, doing this fucked up shit. And I guess they're just trying to help us too. You know, something, somebody got to help. But before we get into that, I have a few questions for Rosie because it's been a while since I have you on. So what was it like the beginning of 2021? And I feel like we're at the ending. Well, three, four, I don't know, whatever. Who's counting? Anyway, how does it feel to have four seasons of some organic and entertaining yet educational episodes I must say girl awesome honestly I love it like I feel like as people know that have listened to my platform there is a range of topics from serious to playful to ratchet to sexual like there's a little bit of everything And I feel like I've actually like learned from some people because everybody thinks differently. So being on season four, I'm going to have new guests, some reoccurring guests. And um, it feels awesome because people really fuck with me. So I'm definitely (laughs) I mean, I don't see why not. Like, it's just always it is always a vibe. Even recording with you, being on live with you, we always are turned. So 
No, Chopping Tuesdays is always live, y'all. I'm not following. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> if we miss a week, people are like, uh, what am I supposed to do? It's that type of spicy fire ass live. Yeah, so okay, yeah. yes, make sure y'all tap in. What is one of your most, your personal favorite episode that you have done? And I know that's hard because you have four seasons. Maybe you want to tackle it down by the season, but something that you honestly felt so happy, like, like, yeah, this shit right here, like, doesn't matter what anyone else thought, like your favorite. Okay, this is gonna sound whack, but I doubt I like all of them. Like, <laughs> I really do. Like, I really like all my episodes, and I know that's like a cliche answer, but like for real, I know no shade to people that do it. Everyone does their own thing, but like, I don't really put it out there. Like, who wants to be on my show? Let me know, and you can get on. So I strategically plan people that I know I'm going to vibe with or have good perspectives. So it's hard for me not to enjoy any of my episodes because I like my shit because I done picked who I wanted on specifically. So I, I mean, I don't have like a super, super favorite because they're all my favorite. I will say, um, and it's not just because I'm only here, but like for real, for real, the episode that me, you and Cherry Wine did about Fatal Attraction. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> That episode was too, it was, that's when I'm like, oh my God, why are we like this? Yeah, it was just so organic. That's what I like about it. It was organic. Like every time we do an episode or even listening to your episodes, like I recently just listened to one of your episodes and I'm just like, it went with everything. I'm trying to think of the name because I, I just tagged you. Yeah, was it the it. one with um the Trap Queen, Ayana Bean? I think so. The one that she went to jail for doing fraud, but she's come back from that. Yes, and she and he was talking about it. That's the one. Yes, but you have really good questions for her, and you knew who you was talking to. Like I felt like you did some of your little research, sis. You was like, okay, Man, and, and I respected that, and I respected that. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, that that's another thing. Like I said, like not only do I only have on people that I pick. Um, as far as other podcasters, but I do that for guests as well. If I have a guest on, I ask them. Like they didn't ask me, I asked them because I'm a big TV watcher. So I had already watched her episode and I was like, okay, I want to see if she'll get on. She's from Boston. I'm from Boston. And, and when she's she, from Boston. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and when she agreed to do it, I went back and watched that episode again. Cause now I'm like, oh, we about to get it cracking. I got to go back and watch it a second time. So that's where my, my questions stem from. Cause I ain't just trying to have old people like, oh, can I just get on just to get on? And I don't know the guest and I have no interest. So that allows me to like all my fucking episodes, which is why I like all my okay, fucking Okay, so all your episodes is your favorite episodes. And I respect that. No, but you do. You definitely definitely even the travel um travel tourists that you had up there that episode was dope as fuck I ended up following her too like it's just a lot of things that you could learn like different it's like the like going to five below like why need this why need that why need this like it's just a little bit of everything so I love it um are you single has a dollar bill do people still say that Why am I showing my age? <laughs> you are definitely showing your motherfucking Listen, age. Sis. I don't even give a fuck. I love saying corny saying. So yes, a sis is single because I'm, I'm, uh, you know, 
I'm worthy of more than I've gotten. So I've decided that I would like to be uh, single in these American streets until uh, further notice. How is it going though? Honestly, it's kind of newish, but it's going all right because I'm not really looking for anything right now. So I can't really say, I mean, I know the dating pool got pee in it. I know that. I've Ooh, known that's that. That's a pee. Pee, sis. Okay. So I've already known that. So, I mean, I think I'm in a good space right now because I'm not checking for nobody or nothing. But once I start to like somebody, that's when things get a little, you know, so I, I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Let us know because, honey, we are in the dating pool with the pee in it together wow. and for the ladies that know what's going on who knows about this dating pool with the p and it and probably a little bit of fucking i don't know it's just too much it's too much it's too much can you tell us what is your type without mentioning looks example caring expressive what is your type besides the looks we don't want to know how tall he is how you know, his teeth. No, we want to know his characteristics. What's your type? Okay, I like a fine nigga. No, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> no, okay. I definitely like caring. I definitely like hardworking. Um, I'm a hard worker and I'm not saying like necessarily your job has to be hard, but I don't like someone with so much idle time or just being complacent with a part-time job. Like at this big ass age, like I like a man that's working and has a goal to do something. What um, if he had like his own business that he did part-time and then working part-time, would that be doable for you? Yeah, yeah, that would be fine. I think that's fine. Cause that just shows like his drive and like, you know, that he has something going for himself. I like, um, I do like touchy feely niggas. Like I like a guy that can make me feel like, you know, I'm wanted. I like thoughtful. I like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, I like a guy that has compassion that does not lack empathy. I do feel like a lot of guys these days do lack empathy. It's and I'm pretty- description words for me. Y'all know I love, y'all know I love adjectives. Okay, come on now. Because I'm emotional, you know, and not all the time, but, you know, good enough. And I need someone that's understanding and knows how to kind of like deal with a woman's emotion. Sometimes I feel like guys just want like the better part of you or the happy part of you. But no, like women go through a bunch of different things and I want you to be able to like be empathetic, like understand I may not have a great day or I am grieving something and just not be like, oh, okay, that's crazy. So I definitely think that's important. Um... I mean, I definitely, like I said, like I like drive, ambition. Like I want to know that you want to want to go somewhere. I do like family oriented. Like it does seem like a lot of guys are not family oriented that I've dealt with. And I think that comes out later on because I'm very family oriented. So I would like a guy that like cares about his family. Like, so those are- Gotta be involved with the family, outgoings, doing little things for like, not saying 4th of July or baby June scenes. I'm about to say, it doesn't even fucking matter because I feel like, all of us, like Black people, we get together on July 4th just to eat with family. Right. Like, it's not like nobody necessarily cares about the holiday. It's just that's what we do on that holiday. So right. shit like that. Yeah, being a part of stuff like that. I think that's important too. And you said a lot of good qualities. Like I like that you mentioned a lot without mentioning the looks of men because that's easier to do. Yeah. No, you're right. And I mean, there's always like the fun stuff, adventurous, all, but all that stuff's cool too. But honestly, like 
that shit is like after all the things that I've listed. Like, yeah, you could be adventurous, nigga, but do you have compassion? Like, are you nice to people? Like, fuck adventurous. I need these other things, not only just to me. Like, I want to see that you treat other people well. Like, so for me, it's all these things and then all the fun shit comes after. But I don't like me a boring nigga. Don't get it twisted. But it's just, I need these other things just to make sure that, you know, I'm being fulfilled, you know? And I think that's important as a woman, you need to figure out and be strong in what you want. Like, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. And you go and get it. Um, All right. So let's just try to dive into this week's topic. So it's about, you know, the men that come with trauma. I didn't want to say niggas, but these niggas be coming with trauma, Rosie. Like, I don't understand what is going on. Like, why is, what do you think? is the main reason why Black men do not take mental health seriously. Because something is missing here or lacking here with the men today. We need answers. Well, I definitely think it's uh, a sign of weakness to most of them, which is like, okay, I don't need, I, I can deal with it or I don't need any help or whatever. Like I did have an ex, that nigga needed help okay sis but what ex come on now not on the what we not gonna do he needed help but i say that to say like i'm not even kidding like he had so many issues that he was dealing with internally insecurities xyz that he didn't call them those things but they were those things therefore if he didn't recognize that these were actual problems then he would never get a fix i'd be like you do need therapy and he'd be like no I'm fine but then like sometimes through conversation he'd be like yo I do have issues blah blah like so he'd acknowledge it but not when it was important enough to acknowledge it to be like okay I actually need help and I'm like that's why you're never going to break out of what's happening because you won't even admit that you need help the first step the first step they say is admitting so I think that's a hard part for some for some of these guys but my thing is that Rosie, these guys have the trauma, right? I mean, they could have had a fucked up past. And don't get me wrong. We all could have had fucked up past. But why would you put yourself in predicaments where you would, you're trying to pursue somebody or you're like, okay, like the niggas that just had a baby and on the market already. Like, leave people alone until you are completely healed does that sound and not even completely healed because it's like you can never always heal but like I had a situation where a nigga was like making his trauma like a conversation why are we talking about this okay I got three cents to put on on that but I will first say in regards to you said like why don't they you know basically fix themselves okay this I think is gender neutral because I feel like a lot of people do try to fill a void so that's the reason why they are engaging in conversations or trying to date is because they have these issues but they're trying to fill a void and forget about them therefore They're trying to get into a relationship because it's going to quote unquote, make them forget about their problems, but it doesn't because your problems are definitely brought into the relationship, which causes all the toxic relationships. And I think that's for both men and women. When you're trying to run away from something, you know, an example, like one of the things they say, it's like, 
if if you want to get over somebody like to get over somebody you got to get under somebody that's one of the like things they say but you know how damaging that is you really not even over them but you about to get in a whole other relationship I've heard that so many times and I've done it and I think it's more of a temporary help to make you not think like you know for a woman is like they know if we get some good sex and I feel like a lot of men know that like they know if I could f her fuck her really good you know she'll come back or she'll this like it's like good sex has a hold on certain women more than others um or less than others or none at all but I know for me like that casual sex kind of thing like it just couldn't do for me because I would be getting more mentally involved than I probably should because of the sex so you said you've done it before now keep it above did that create a new situation ship or was it just that and it was like okay once you were done you wrapped it up or did you now become a part of an entanglement at, because you tried to get over somebody I was just, definitely part of an entanglement of course you were <laughs> see don't don't do drugs kids no <laughs> okay no but seriously I don't know what what it is but it's like a lot of the men, a lot of the men that I have come across now feel like, you know, I go, I'm on these dating websites, Rosie. All right. I'm on BLK. I'm on Hinge. And a lot of the guys up there are like either young or just either mad old. It's like, it's no in between. I'm like, I mean, I mean, probably because the other niggas is on Instagram bagging bitches or Twitter. Like, they not even bothering the apps because, like they said, these are kind of dating apps. They're not technically dating apps, but I've definitely seen people find love, like, find full husbands, like, off Twitter, Instagram. So maybe they're like, you know what? I got all I need right here because dating apps, it is limited as to how much they post. Social media is as well, but I feel like you can find out more on somebody on social media than a dating app. Absolutely, but that's the thing. I don't think I want to be giving out my social media so much maybe my instagram page but then again as podcasters i feel like niggas probably be going through our shit seeing what we be talking about but hold on i want to rear us back to the topic real quick so you're saying like you know you understand that niggas do come with trauma so could you be a man's therapist could you be his woman no be his no doctor? for 300 alex <laughs> no. can no. you let me finish no because it's a no <laughs> Can you take care of him when he's sick? Will you do these things? Okay, for real, let me answer no. No, but for real, dead ass. So the thing is, will I do these things for someone that I've already been with? We've established a healthy relationship and things come up and I'm dealing with my man at that time? Yes, but a lot of these new niggas try to present that on day three. Sir. I am not interested in dealing with your trauma on day three. And people could be like, oh, that's mean. Or, you know, black women ain't here for black men. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. You're not going <laughs> to deal with it. I did that shit before. There was no reward at the end of it. It's not. No, no. So I just feel like, so it's a matter of like, should they suppress it and spring it on you later or present it ahead of time? Like, let's say he was, dep- he had You shouldn't be on a dating app if your ass got some trauma fucking shit going on with yourself. Right, but what you if he's not on the dating to app? Bag bitches, you shouldn't be trying to be with bitches if you have so much trauma. I'm sick but of it, these niggas. 
but I told you they're trying to fill a void. So not only are they trying to fill a void, they do think, okay, you know what they think. They already think black women are fucking, we saved the world. We can handle everything. We're strong or whatever the case is. So they just figure not only are they going to fill the void, they're going to find a woman that seems to be on top of her shit that can help them deal with their emotions instead of finding a therapist. And I think it's fucked up because all it does is damages that strong woman because it is draining. Like that does become a thing for her because we're very compassionate and caring well most of them because some women are raggedy i ain't gonna lie i mean some women are definitely raggedy but my thing is i think men today are not afraid to say the things that they need now and i think it's just a little bit overwhelming because like i get it you might not you might do need a woman who can uplift you and push you and do these things but you cannot spring that on on day three sir you know what I'm saying? Like, I think those are good qualities to look within somebody. But if it starts off as, so for instance, a dating website or like y'all met each other through mutual friends or whatever the case may be where you guys come across each other, get to know the person first. You know what I'm saying? If there's a sexual connection there, you guys choose to have sex. That's cool too. We're grown. But day five, you want to, you know, tell me about some traumatic shit in your life. Sir, that's a lot. I didn't come here for all this. No, I agree. And and I, I do feel like niggas want you to be like ride or die on day five, sir. Trial period. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the trial period just started. And speaking of these, these <laughs> speaking of these niggas, Rosie, I gotta ask you: Is it possible to get a smooth criminal? Oh, I don't want any criminal. Smooth, rugged, rocky. <laughs> not nan criminal honey now not. now i don't mean a literal criminal but what i mean is you know a guy who has some probably gangster qualities as far as you know what i'm saying you could wear what you want to wear because they know how to fight um he's respected in his hood but he can coast with just like we do like we said before you know what i'm saying he can put a suit on he dress up real clean he clean up real nice like it's best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. I think best you definitely criminal. can. I definitely it's think impossible. Can. Where are they at? Or they dick is small. <laughs> or they got seven baby mothers. Or, they definitely be having hella BMs. Or like, they living with their baby mother, but it's not like that. No, I definitely think you can have a small criminal. Or they criminal. gay. And honestly, I feel like when you get with age i feel like that's more so what they are there are still some super thug gangsters but i think they're more so smooth criminals once you start getting to your 30s your 40s because you know some of these niggas like yo i'm from the streets but now they're like no i'm definitely in the office like i'm running a business i kind of know what it is but don't get shit fucked up i mean i like me a little i like bit. that i like <laughs> that i don't want little carton over there that's like babe why don't you put on your sweaters because like you know Oh God, you know they're gonna chew you a new one. They're gonna say, see, the nice guys get overlooked because y'all want the guys that are smooth criminals. You know? <laughs> nice is nice, but corny is corny. And I don't want no corny, corny is fucking corny. I'm sorry. How do you feel about your man opening the door for another girl? Another girl? I'm there. <laughs> Wait, why is he open? I'm like, are we already walking through the door and he's holding it so, open? So y'all walking, y'all walking up but she's kind of woken up too 
by. You say, like, bitch, why are you playing with me? Okay, like, he ain't about to fucking put a little pep in his step so he can open the door for her. Get the fuck out of here. Now, if I'm walking through and she's, like, next to us, behind us, and he opens the door, yes, it's fine for him to also allow her. But what if a guy opens the door and, like, he's opening the door, but he makes it seem like she has to go in first before y'all. Like, oh, oh, here you go. And then, like, get us. Like, nigga, what? No, you open the door for me. You open the door for me. I think that would be fine if she happens to be like- you can go after us. And let me tell you another thing. I don't hold doors. I don't touch them either. Mm, she sure told y'all so y'all gotta make sure you get the doors i mean if she's coming from the left and we coming from the right or straight and she happens to like <laughs> crazy bitches be like that's okay <laughs> no i think that's okay but if he's about to you know skip a little bit so he can make sure nah nigga you walling you're not about to just hop skip to the door to make sure you open it for homegirl so that's okay. a no for me um but also, like you stated, in regards to the comment about, you know, guys coming in with trauma on day three, yes, it is a trial period. And I do think, <laughs> I do think, so that's the thing. I feel like a lot of Black men that are going to listen to this episode or in general are kind of like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't be our full selves. My nigga, maybe not, but I don't give a fuck because I just feel like y'all keep doing this to every woman y'all meet and you're just trying to find Who's going to entertain the shit long enough? Again, everyone comes with trauma. I think that's what it is. But not only that, I think it's an excuse because you know what? Y'all say y'all want somebody that's real. You know what I'm saying? Or y'all want somebody that's this and that. And then you get that and it's a problem. My thing is if you are on a dating website, if you are eager to pursue me in, in a physical space that we're at, a fucking museum, a park or this or that, and you really engage with me first, and then I entertain you and then you back up on some, you know, I'm just, I'm just mad traumatic. I'm just a lot of shit going on in my life, bro. Excuse me. You want, you want to be a victim. Now I'm looking at you as a weak ass man, because you could have, you could have started off the relationship in that way. As in, I just need, you know what I'm saying? If we can just be friends first, niggas be trying to pursue you. Like, can I see you tonight? No, I mean, I yeah, just want to fuck your trauma out. Listen, absolutely. Yes, they do. Yes, and yes, but guys, that's not going to work. You're just going to be out here hurting women. Like, it's not going to work. Know, another thing that I know based on my experience, because I dealt with somebody where that was the thing where he was dealing with his trauma, it got to the point where he wasn't even my man, like, you know, his talking stage or whatever the case is. But, you know, what I concluded was, yeah, we have whatever we had going on. And yeah, I was the go-to person to listen to your issues and try to give you words of affirmation and all that sweet shit. But then I could tell that whatever other chicks you were talking to, and when I say talking to, I say like interacting on social media, kind of like flirting or whatever, because you know, we weren't official, whatever the case is. Although he was my man in my head, y'all know I'm crazy. No, but for real, I felt like- Sure, man. I felt like she was getting the fun part of him. He, he, ha, ha, my nigga. But I'm sitting here having to deal with all the, no, nigga, you better spread that shit to everybody if that's the case. But it's like, you want to be the one to be like, oh, I got to be there for him. Why? When the next bitch that is getting the fun part, the he, he, ha, ha. But that's the problem. Like you hold these niggas down when they ain't got nothing. And then when they get everything, they still shit on you. It's like, I don't understand that the new guys today, they don't know how to talk to women. Like, y'all don't know how, y'all could text the, Rosie, they could write poetry on fucking, on a text message. But in person, 
It's given sandpaper. Sandpaper. It's given desert island. It's so given let me ask you a question. So I know we're talking about trial period. So let's say you talking to a dude though, and a couple months in, he then decides to share with you. Now you like him, like him. Couple months in, few months in, he shares with you like, you know what? I didn't want to say it in the beginning, but you know, either I am bipolar or I do suffer from depression, like for months at a time, or I have like, would, I mean, now that's not a trial period. Do you feel like at this point in time, are you open Let to kind of dealing with that? Let me tell you something, Rosie. I am not building, I'm not dealing with no man taking medicine in his motherfucking medicine cabinet. I'm sorry. At this age, no. Depression, no. Because for me, it's just like that's a lot to deal with. And that, and I, in my personal relationship, I already have been with somebody who has some anger issues. Okay. ADHD. I'm not doing that shit because I also am crazy too. And I'm not one of these bitches that's going to sit around here and be, stop. Oh my God. No, no. Now it's just going to, like, we're both going to be crazy and disrespectful because learn how to tame yourself at some point. That's what I'm saying. Like, at some point, it's accountability. Like, again. Okay, but what about depression, though? I think that's a little different. You shouldn't be dating if you're fucking depressed. And if you want some dick, then you don't have to show me that side of you. Or if you want some pussy, you don't have to show that side of yourself. You can literally put yourself out there like, yo, this is what I want. That's what it is. And you get that, ah, 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 you move on. But if you out here trying to pursue, yo, I'm just looking for some a, a lover. I'm looking for somebody I could do this with, do that with. You get the pussy or you get the dick. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm depressed, bro. I just got a lot of shit going on. You just, you you look confused, yeah, you know? And, you, and you're going to hurt somebody's feelings and fuck around and get your your car slash you, you know you gotta know who you're fucking with because if you out here fucking bitches like you ain't depressed <laughs> you're not depressed <laughs> so okay so i know what's gonna happen here so i know the guys Ooh. are gonna basically make it seem like and i only say the guys because this is gearing towards guys but women whatever vice versa so what do you feel about people that literally had something so traumatic happened that they are dealing with some type of anxiety or depression or whatever that is long-term, but they are taking their medication and they do keep it under wraps. Like, do you feel like that's different? Yeah, they are diagnosed, but something occurred. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like if, I mean, I don't know. I would still, ha- I would allow that person to get to know me still. And I would like to get to know them further. You know what I'm saying? I will definitely, my thing is I will always try something once I will give it a chance, but like little like I'm gonna trust my instincts because there's so many times where I didn't trust my instincts and I'm like yo I already felt some shit like that and not to be all intuitive and astrology ish whatever the word is but Pisces y'all already know we mystical as fuck like we have a third into it like our intuition is so strong like if I a lot of times I'm like I should have just listened to what I said in my head so I'm doing that if I don't feel something right then I'm definitely just going to move on with that. But I got some uh, last two questions for you on this topic. What do you, what can you give us as far as like three cons, um, realistic cons that are about men today? Child, 
You only want three of them. But men, don't worry. We're going to be fair because Rosie's going to give us three for women today too. So three cons for men today and three cons for women today. Um, I do think, I mean, personally speaking, I feel like a lot of men today do lack empathy. Like I, I, I didn't know how hard it was to find some empathetic, um, kind of like if I haven't gone through it, I don't really understand it. And I think that's weird because as a human being, I feel like you should have empathy. So a lot of guys are hardened, whether they're from the hood or it's like, oh, well, I've gone through stuff too. So I do think that's a con. Um, I also think, um, let me see. I also think men, well, I won't say all. So again, everything I'm saying is not all. I do say they're not as, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I think they're not as attentive um, these days. Like I think attention to detail, paying attention to yeah, shit. Yeah, like they're not really, you could say a hundred times you like something or you talk about it and you get home and the shit's not there. Why not, nigga? Like, I just feel like that's a con. And I feel like Let's it's because they don't it. feel, I feel like a lot of guys now do feel like they're the prize. So now it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to do for women anymore, which is weird. I feel like both people should do for but- each other. So are you saying men are not the prize? They are, but that's why I said we should be doing for each other. But now it's to the point where they're literally gearing. They want to be chased. They want Correct. flowers sent to their job. Correct. They, they so, want you to buy that that uh, cute Ralph Lauren set for them. My nigga, they're turning into us. Right. So now they're no longer being as attentive because they're trying to get, you know, the point across that they're the prize so i think that's a con i do think the overall goal is both people are the prize i know it's said differently because women are typically the prize in the eyes of society but i do think that's a con because my nigga like if i'm with you and you not giving what needs to be gave like you not being attentive like there are no flowers there are no i see that you like this chocolate like that's whack and i feel like a lot of guys don't even care to do that like they just don't um and another con that i can think of um I do feel like another con it, again not all men another con that I feel like um I do feel like niggas is kind of like okay with not really being the financial breadwinner and I know in your house if that works that works but niggas have gotten really comfortable with just being um just being taken care of by a woman or just letting her be the financial breadwinner and being complacent that they're not it's one thing if you're not in the position Mm, to do so but they've gotten comfortable with like oh what you make all that money you got your own spot you got this you got that i'm good no my nigga you not the fuck are you talking about like they get comfortable the fact that you are the one making the most money and they could just sit on that and not try to maybe use that to get more empowered or more money themselves like i can't stand a nigga like that like just comfortable like oh my girl you know like excuse me so she's fucking you oh okay right and again it's it's, it's, if you have a situation and that's the case and that works for you guys kudos to you but I do think that is something that I'm more so seeing now in the dating pool versus before like I don't know like when I was 18 19 even 20 dating like I felt like niggas had way more pride back then than they do now like they were never like letting a woman do this or doing that or allowing them to sell to just be comfortable with just um being taken care of by a woman or whatever but like guys are, are getting proposed to nowadays I right mean, 
at 19, 18, that wasn't even a conversation. Like, what the fuck? So those are a few cons that I could think of, like in today's dating pool and or from experience. Give us, give us the three cons for the woman. What are that? What's that like? What's that look like? So three cons for the women. Um, child. I mean, and oh. let's keep it all the way one hundred. I mean, because I do feel like women are a little bit more masculine now compared to how they were before. And I think that gets tricky based on the fact that niggas for the most part or men do want to actually be with women, not, and if they want to be with men, then that's a different, you know, story. But so I feel like that's there's so much. I mean, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the fact that you just said that, I feel like that's becoming the normal now. Right. But I do feel like See, that's the thing. It's tricky because it's like some men and some men. I do know, like, for example, I, as I stated earlier, some niggas are comfortable letting women take care of them. Okay, that's a different situation. And then there's situations where niggas want a woman that acts like a woman that allows them to lead. And I'm not talking about the fuck niggas that are unable to lead. I'm talking guys that actually have their selves together. But then you got the super masculine chick because she's like, you know, basically like, no, whatever the case is, I got it. I don't need no nigga. And that's the thing too. There's a lot of women out there who are like that and they push the guy away. Either the guy gets comfortable and say, fuck it, I'll just, I'll let her do her. But is that a man? You know, like- Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I think that's that. So I do feel like, okay, I think it's a catch-22 because I feel like women in some sense are kind of forced to be that way because niggas are so much like, bitches these days and then in other cases I feel like if you do find a partner a man that is more so a leader or you know does have his shit together then you should fall into your feminine role or whatever the case is so I do think that's something that's gotten like out of hand I know a lot of women I know is more so like damn like you definitely like the nigga in your relationship and some guys don't mind and some guys I like nah. I can't talk to homegirl. Whatever the case is, I do feel like chicks are definitely all about the bag these days. I think it's like gotten out of fucking hand. Like, of course we don't want no broke nigga, but I feel like it's to the point where what you have in your pocket literally determines every single thing to a woman, and they're loud about it. They're very upfront. And is it a bad thing? If I mean, if it works for you, but I'm just not. I'm not driven by coins. So if the situation's not right for me, or I'm not attracted to the person, or the t- person doesn't treat me well, I don't care about the money. A lot of these women do not give a fuck, and they only care about the money. And unfortunately for some of the guys, sometimes you're really a dope ass dude, but you got with a bitch that only wants you for your money. So you be asked to fuck out. Girl, so this is the thing. I feel like um, a lot of these girls, I agree. Everything is about the bag, the bag, the bag. You know, I like to call them the city girl mentality type of girls. And that is what's fucking up the dating pool with the P in it too, because these men think they can just write me and you and say that. Like, even on the dating app, men will really, hey, W-Y-D, like mad dry, like, you can right. tell they're just seeing. And then some guy even told me today, like, are you real? Like, are, are you are you a real, like, um, are you heterosexual? Like, trying to ask me if I was, you know, any of that tranny, trans stuff. Yeah. And was I trying to sell him an OnlyFans? I'm like, where the fuck is that this? Is this what the dating has come to? So I think women really have really, some women have fucked up. And it's like, I can't be mad because I understand 
using your body your looks to get and i could and i could do it too but let me tell you my face expressions i can't do it i can't be in front of you like i'm enjoying it for the coin and like you said i'm not driven by the coin either you know what i'm saying like i'm good with my life i'm blessed for every little thing that i can do for myself you know what i'm saying a nigga ain't about to fuck that up for me just because you think you got more than me and no 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 but last con last con I'm trying to think because I, I listen. I'm just trying to think of women that are outside of me and my friend group. Not that we're all perfect, but because there be fuck shit out there. But I'm trying to think. Let me see. What's the last con? I would also say. I mean, I'm not going front. We do lack accountability. I mean, I feel and like there we have it, folks. <laughs> we are trying to work on it, including myself. Like. Sometimes it's not even that I lack accountability. Like I, I, I think it's something that I, I acknowledge and I am working on. Like, I just don't want to give you that, my nigga. Like, yeah, I know it was fucked up. Yeah, I know, but I'm not giving you that because I feel like, fuck you. Like, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. I'll internally work on it on the back end. And no, it's not healthy and that's probably your toxic trait. But I think it depends on how you coming at me. If you coming at me like, oh, blah, blah, like, oh, rah, rah. No, I'm going to internally know that I fucked up, but I'm not going to tell you that I know that I fucked up because I'm and not I think that's that. the problem. I think I think the men want to hear that. I'm giving you that, son. But we want that. I mean. I want that. Tell me why you sorry. Don't just tell me you sorry, nigga. Why you sorry? Like we had to do when we was younger. Why you sorry? Okay, I'm not going to front. Do I want it done? Absolutely. I think, of course I do, but I'm not going to lie. I've been in instances where accountability was taken and they did explain what they did wrong. They acknowledged it and they broke it down and then they ran that shit the fuck back another time later. So it no longer mattered because it became a cycle. I know that's like a toxic thing all within itself, but after a while, I mean, depends on who it's coming from. No, I don't give a fuck if you take accountability, because if that's like something you always do, nah, you can save it. But if it is someone that acknowledges and they work on it yes i do like to hear it but like i stated it's not right that i was doing that i am aware of it i am working on it but i think i just also have to deal with better people in order for me not to feel like i don't want to admit to you that i knew i was wrong like there's a reason why i didn't want to it's the individual like it's not just because i feel like oh i don't have to take accountability and admit it to you it's because nah i wasn't fucking with you like that you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm not i'm kind of like the same way especially like when it comes to like closure i be feeling like if i go somebody like i'm not giving you closure because like that is the closure you know what i'm saying like it's not though and that's the accountability part (laughs) that i have to take so I'm trying that, but I low-key feel like you in a sense, like for what? So for you to have that satisfaction, you look so you can know now, so you can get ahead now. No, fuck that nigga. <laughs> right. Forever. Forever. <laughs> no, right. It is the satisfaction we don't want them to have. And that's high key, low-key, childish and petty. But I am working <laughs> on it. But I feel like a lot of women are like that. I've had friends it's like, yeah, I know I'm wrong, but I'm not telling that nigga like sis cut it out like it is better ladies we gotta do better listen before i even get you out of here i want to finish off with a would you rather segment so we're just gonna get into it would you rather find true love in your 50s or marry a high school sweetheart no rosie no none of the shit today okay okay. (laughs) 
Love in my 50s or marry my Oh, I would take love in my 50s. I feel like ah, high school um, I just feel like they're more seasoned and experienced. High school sweetheart, I, I don't even like any of the niggas I like in high school right now. Like, it's just like, I would probably outgrow the nigga. I don't know. If I had to pick, I would just go with 50s. I could wait. Fuck it. All right. Would you rather a man who is sexually comfortable with anything or a man who always wants to be in control? I mean, I like me a little Ziaddy in control, so I don't even fucking mind, sis. <laughs> what the, but this means he always wants to be in control that means how you give him head how you ride it how you do he wants to do that or the sexually comfortable who lets you do anything but is he ever also in control you kind of no. share that balance like i'm I'm not explaining it no more. You have to take No, no, no. I'm going to take the nigga that likes to be in control. That's it and that's all. I think I will take a guy who likes to be in control too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Tell me what the fuck to do, nigga. Like, yeah. Don't ask me to flip positions. Just flip me. (laughs) Okay. Um, How long should women be riding for? Five American minutes. Stop playing with me. No, listen. I think 10, 15 minutes on a good day is fine. <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. Ladies, y'all need to start going to the gym, get these squats right. Because let me tell you something. It's hard riding. 10, 15, listen, you're going to take this five. And right. <laughs> 10, 15 on a good day, like on a great day, sis. But some women like to do it the whole time. Kudos to you. But 10, 15 minutes, I think is, is standard. Let me I know if you 10, feel like otherwise. <laughs> Um, BDSM or anal play? Oh, I'm definitely going to pick BDSM and mildly because I can't play with no anal play child. So no. The BDSM will be really good, especially the fact that you said you like a man that's right. right. So So I do mild um, because (laughs) 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 mild Frank red hot sauce. No, because some should be wild, so I ain't gonna go all the way, but I I, I don't like to play you don't know it. So um do you like finger play or toe play? I don't fuck with my toes like that. I told y'all I feel like you know the second of the toes, I feel like that feels gross already. So I guess I would just uh go with the fingers. Listen, fingers can do a lot if the guy knows what he's doing. Uh, with his fingers I think it can be fun in the bedroom I think I think I just feel like low-key before we go out I want your opinion on and it's such a topic that everyone talks about but it's just I just want your opinion on it like no I don't even want your opinion we did this already it's going around again does looks matter like yeah yeah so tell me tell me we can still talk about no because everyone is going around saying like you know date outside this try something new do this you know every year change your type or whatever and it's like bruh if you're not sexually attracted to this person how could it work see I feel like a lot of people I mean by default I think we typically do think automatically when they say go outside the box and date someone that's not typically your type we do think like oh someone that 
let you so like tall niggas date a short nigga or vice versa or a fat nigga versus a skinny nigga no i think sometimes it's just like what their interests are like a nigga that likes to go golfing versus a nigga that likes to ride motorcycles like a nigga that likes to read versus a nigga that never read a book in his life like i feel like it's a matter of like interest too i think we need to kind of like steer away from like okay they say date outside the box so that means i gotta go go literally outside the box but maybe change some of the things inside the box like right right i think that's I think that's a good good outlook. That's that's a really positive outlook. I mean, I just wanted to know your take on it. We ain't even going to go into details because you know that topic to have us going on forever. Before we get out of here, though, can you let the people know where we can find you, where we can stream you, where we can follow, support, and all that? Because Rosie even got uh, motherfucking merch, too. Okay, I'll be mild with the merch because I can't put too much on my plate, y'all. But y'all can find me on Rihanna's internet, on uh, Instagram, <laughs> at the underscore Rosie, R-O-S-E-Y underscore perspective. Once you find me on Instagram, you find me everywhere, but I am definitely on all major streaming platforms. And yeah, that's all. Make sure you check me out. Make sure you check out me, Core, and um, Wine Time on every tuesdays happen tuesdays but yes you can find me on the gram thank you for having me again court you already know and and the episode um make sure y'all check out the episode description i'm gonna have all her links there anywhere where you could follow stream support and all that good stuff but it was really dope having you um fellas don't feel like we was coming at y'all next with this one but some of y'all definitely did need to hear it Right. And um, that's that. Until then, we'll I'll be back next week, guys. Thank. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. So if you guys want to reach out or have some topics to discuss, I'm always available on IG at the two E's Barbie Way. And yeah, hit me up. Let me know any feedback too on any of the episodes. But I just want to say I appreciate for you tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode.